When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 54. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that hasn't changed a thing in six and a half years. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, like he is every week, my co-host, Kevin. What's happening, Kevin? Hey! Good to see you, buddy. What's up? Yeah, long time no see. Please you know, just last week when we said go it. to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, the link to our subreddit, the link to our Discord server, the link to our merchandise, the link to our YouTube channel, and of course that link to our Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We just did one this week that dropped today. It was another Dick Show Who Are These Podcast crossover event, and we may have discovered... A new guy. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'll play a clip later Ooh. today because I'm pretty excited about this new guy Adam Thoreau found for us. Right. But we had a fantastic episode. We talked about that woman. She's This woman who puts on makeup while telling true crime stories on YouTube and six million people watch her do it. She's got this podcast called uh, Dark History. And whew, women explaining how history went down is fucking fascinating <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway so that's a lot of fun definitely check that out also we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review and have a podcast and shit all over us in the comment section hopefully we'll have a review girl or two later on in the program Yay. to uh, read the latest reviews coming in but first We'll be reviewing a show called The No Sleep Podcast. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show that Kevin and I reviewed six years ago, and it's one of my <laughs> favorites that we did. It's one of these uh, scripted, theater of the mind, acted out shows, and I'll just read you this. I think this is important. Right on their website, very prominent on the homepage, it says, Warning. This is a horror fiction podcast. It is intended for mature adults, not the faint of heart. Join us at your own risk. The reason why I wanted to say that, Kevin, is because this does this show sound like it's for adults? This show, I don't know who this show is for, honestly. It's it's not for anyone. It's not, it's, it's not uh, for adults. I, my, I was playing I was pulling clips this morning. My wife came down. She goes, is this for children? I, I, I thought so, but I don't know. The website says... <laughs> It's for adults. Let me play an example. This is the uh, so there's a bunch of different like scary stories that are acted out throughout the podcast. It's like two hours long, so there's like six or so, and uh, they have these scary interludes. So this is just in time for Halloween, everybody. Real scary. Tales of horror to frighten and disturb. What's that sound you hear? <laughs> this is 
for adults? What's that sound from beneath your bed? I don't know, the cats? I don't know. Holy, what, do you, what do you think it is? <laughs> the fuck are they it's your about? uncle. Your creepy uncle who I've, stayed over I've the night. I have seen him in 38 years. What's he doing here? Are you afraid of cliches? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, f- what the fuck is going on here, Kevin? This show's been going on forever. They have all these people yeah. working on it. Are people listening to this? Are people turning the lights off and listening to the show? Yeah, Yeah, apparently. It's basically like a fucking uh, live-action Scooby-Doo. No, Uh, Scooby-Doo is hilarious. This show is awful (laughs) in every single way. (laughs) So let me – I'm going to play the clips from one of the stories I listened to, and I'll let you take it away because you listened to a different episode than I did, which Mm -hmm. is good. Yep. So there won't be any overlap. And uh, this story starts off – by already telling you what's going to happen. So make sure you understand your Halloween costume. You might discover that they're more than the masks we wear. All right, so right there I'm going, oh, okay, I know what's going to (laughs) happen. They're going to turn into whatever they dress up as for fucking Halloween. Let's see how we get there. And it starts off, this kid is sitting at the dinner table on Halloween night with his parents, and he's like, I really want to go trick-or-treating. And the dad says, that is forbidden, and you know that. It's too dangerous. You can't go trick-or-treating. And I love the mom in this. The acting here. The acting is perfect. That's bullshit. I slammed my utensils down on the plate. (laughs) All my friends go trick-or-treating every year, and nothing bad has ever happened to them. Watch your language. It sounds like she's reading the script for the first time. Yeah. Watch your language. Language? She sounds like she's drunk at the dinner table. Watch your language. This little kid's like, it's fucking bullshit, you cunt. She's like, watch your language. And those utensils. Yes, you slobbed your utensils down. All right. So now the kid storms off into his room, turns on the TV for cover, Goes outside of his house to meet up with his buddy to go trick-or-treating. And his buddy brings all the supplies they need to go trick-or-treating. Do you have everything we need? Joel reached into his backpack and produced two latex masks, one in each hand. Would you rather be the Wolfman or the Killer Clown? They're your masks. You pick the one you want and I'll wear the other. So is that what trick-or-treating is? You just put a mask on and call it a day? Hey, look at it. It's the plain-clothes killer clown. See you tomorrow. (laughs) I wish it was like more contemporary. Like, would you rather be Joe Biden or the mayor of Flavortown? A slutty zombie. You want to be sexy Kyle Rittenhouse? Oh, come on. I'm sexy Kyle Rittenhouse every year. (laughs) All right. So apparently that what their plan is is just to put on these masks and then they go trick-or-treating. And I like this because it sounds like it was a written story that's being acted out, but they forget to take out the parts they don't need to have in a written story anymore. Is it okay if I leave that here until we get back? His voice was muffled by the mask as he pointed at the bag. Yeah, I know. We could hear that. That's fucking stupid, (laughs) Carl said excitedly. Yeah, uh, is it okay if we put this trick over here? I said it with a mask on. Carl sounded like he had a dick in his mouth. <laughs> he attempted to say the alphabet. 
It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> All right. So after this kid puts on the Wolfman mask, he starts to feel a, a tingly sensation. And then he looks over at his buddy, who has also put on his mask, the, the clown mask. When I looked over at Joel, he had a worried look on his face. He was wearing a mask. It's a plot hole. This is an inconsistency right here. Yeah. He had a worried look on his face. How could you tell? He's a killer clown. <laughs> Stupid. The mask was was worried clown. That yeah. was the actual mask. But it, was, it went from it scary clown to worried clown. <laughs> concerned <Yeah>. clown. <laughs> it's the only one they had left at Party City. Just concerned clowns. Yeah. I got there late. I'm sorry. I should have gotten shopping earlier in the month. It's my bad completely. So that took me right out of the story right there. Like, this doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense now. <laughs> All right. So, okay, this, this is where it gets kind of gross. The last thing I remember before passing out was Joel screaming and the feeling of something wet spraying across my face. It's the b b b bukkake monster! Ruh, 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 Scoob! Can you believe it, Scoob? This monster's got seven dicks, and they're all ejaculating, Scoob! It's the monster of robbers! Oh, my lord! It's Peter North, East, South, and West! Holy shit. All right. This is more of uh <laughs> all right, so what happens here is this kid puts on the mask, turns into a werewolf, kills his friend. His parents come out, and you know, if you saw that your son had just murdered his friend, you'd be concerned. Yeah. Of course, the mom is more brilliant acting here. Don't be too hard on him. My mother walked up to my father and placed her hand on his arm. He had no idea this would happen. Could you act like you're a little bit upset about what just, what just yeah. transpired? A little bit? If I was directing this, I'd have some notes. Yeah. His mother was very heavily medicated. <laughs> Mrs. Xanax comes out. She's like, hey, yeah. what are you guys up to? Hey, don't be, don't be murdering and everything. <laughs> Where's the candy? <laughs> what do they say about murdering your friend at Halloween? We it's talked forbidden. about this. We talked about this. All right. They go on to des- describe this crime scene. As if we don't know what's happening here. I pulled my hand away and looked at it. It was covered with the same red liquid. It could only be one thing. Blood. Oh, I thought it was going to be tomato juice. Yeah. Okay. Wilers. <laughs> keeps talking about red liquid. It's like, oh my gosh, there's red liquid everywhere. It's liquidy. It's red. Can we, I know. What it, I mean, come on. Can we just, I mean, I knew from the beginning of the story what was going to happen. And it just takes so long. To reveal this, so finally, this is the uh, the big reveal. His abdomen had been ripped open, exposing his intestines, some part of which lay on the ground next to him. All right, so he disemboweled his friend, and I want to remind you that the mom said, don't be too hard on him. Yeah. He didn't know. He had no idea. <laughs> he didn't know he was going to do that. <laughs> if he would just put the fucking clown mask on, they could have had fun. Yeah. They would have had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Pranking the, the whole neighborhood. <laughs> uh, all right. I just have two more from this. So for some reason, this fucking kid is still confused by what's going on here. It's like, a dummy, I don't know how else to spell this out for you. You're not like the other kids, honey. She wiped away the vomit that was stuck on my chin and then rubbed her soiled hands against her pants. Ugh. You're a mask. 
I gave her a confused look. <laughs> What's a mask? What do you think it is? Well, he doesn't know what blood is. So. <laughs> what the fuck yeah. do you think it is? He knew uh, what intestines were. Yeah. <laughs> but he did not know what blood or Didn't know blood, didn't understand what just happened. So then the father finally explains it to him. <laughs> what you just saw your father do is called masking. It allows us to take on the attributes of any mask we wear. We get it! I got it before the story started! <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then I love this uh, this show because it transitions from these spooky tales into ad reads. And it's just seamless, guys. Problems like that may all be relative, but not all problems are insurmountable. That's why we now have a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When we think about problems, things might come to mind like, how do I fix an issue with a coworker? Or how am I going to pay for that much needed car repair? Ooh, expensive car repairs. Oh, on the check engine line. Whoa. I'm freaking out over here, man. Holy shit, dude. My alignment's all fucked up. If I take my hand off the wheel, it slowly goes right. This is a disaster. All right, Kevin, I've hogged this long enough, my friend. So, what did you listen to? <laughs> the episode I listened to was about this town in Ohio. I'm already scared. That some mysterious, yeah. Was Chad Zumak <laughs> from there? <laughs> <laughs> Kent, Ohio. So it's, supposed, <laughs> it's supposed to be. So, actually, this episode started out with an ad read okay. in the characters. So, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I couldn't understand what was going on. So, they get through the ad read and then Hold they on. set up the Kevin, story. Kevin, I'm so sorry. I told you to go and I'm interrupting you. But it, you just reminded me, didn't this happen when we were listening to the show six years ago where they were doing like a Blue Apron ad or something and they're like, oh no, he's at the door. And they're like, quick, let's quick, yeah. let's just make this pre-prepared meal real quick because I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> I need some bolognese. Yes. <laughs> I'm just remembering that. that knife. Why I hand you the knife? Because I need to carve the steak. <laughs> yeah. Delicious steak. <laughs> Grass this was like, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, because there's one particular fucking voice actor in here that I think is hilarious. Okay, good. His name is Forsyth Mercer. Okay. And uh, so we'll, we'll meet him a little bit later. But so the, the premise of this is there's a town in Ohio and there's a documentary crew. So. Why don't you just play the play the first one, be, the first sample here, because it's it kind of sets up what's going on. <clears throat> In the year of 1967, the town of Gold Meadow, Ohio, suffered a tragedy. <clears throat> what caused the tragedy? Nobody knows. Indeed, nobody is aware of exactly what the tragedy comprised of, even. Wait, do you need a minute? She's like, oh, there was a, a tragedy. It's like, oh, we can do this whenever you're yeah. ready. We don't have to take this take. Well, and that's what I kept on going. Why Why is it like she's intentionally fucking things up yeah. on the tape? Right. I'm like, what is, what's going on? So she basically Acting. says that, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, she sets up that no one knew, know what happened, knew like what happened in this town. Right. But then 
it, it proceeds to explain what happened to the town. <laughs> I always love during that. The thing. <laughs> it's a mystery, and so, the butler did it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so here, like, if you play two and three, you can. It's just more of this, like, stuttering and mispronouncing, like shit you would do different takes for if you were recording something. Okay. Naturally, rumors abound. Investigations into the to the disappearances were conducted and immediately classified. <laughs> Due to the lay of the land, satellite imagery shows more. You know what's funny? I bet they did retake it and they grabbed the wrong one. Oh, yeah. In, in the well, post-production. No, so you would think so, but we're getting this to the big reveal here. So Okay. Uh-uh. So the next one, the next one's even better because that one was like, yeah, but that's right, literally so the- what you do when you're like, all right, start over. Yeah, you know? when you have yeah. a pube in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So like, this one's I even worse. I have a week. The what next- is this thing doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Must be mine. <laughs> Gross. All right. I'm just kidding. I I floss with floss. (laughs) One folklorist famously. One folklorist. Folklorist. One folklorist famously claimed that the town's culture sounded like a masquerade. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. What is going on here? This is a this is a professional podcast with sponsors and a whole website. Kevin said we're going somewhere with this. So. Wow. It sounds like so. It sounds like like someone doing isotope samples. <laughs> folklore, lore, folklore. Yeah, but we take it again. Right. I use the right one. <laughs> right. So. So then we get into like that this is being recorded and then they kind of go through the different cast of characters that are there to film this documentary. And that now you kind of understand who this person is. And then, of course, there's me, your host, Magdalene Da Silva. I have. Fuck, what was the line? I have a great ass. Thanks, Kent, babe. That was definitely the line. Yep. I'm a hero. So at this point, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm so glad you just said that because all I was thinking was, what is going on here? What am I listening to? So I'm not sure at this point, is this the podcast or is this a audio recording that they're playing in the podcast before they go out and do the actual recording. So it's like a fucking like the, meta. Like the Blair Witch Project kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like it's of, a shaky right? camera on purpose. You're like, okay, yeah, but it's annoying. Right. I don't really want to watch that. So, <laughs> so they went, so she, but right before that clip, she goes through everybody. There's a, like a, a director, um, all these people and what they've done. One's an Oscar winning director and blah, 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 all this fucking bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So now we go, so now we're like, this is supposedly audio from the body cam that one of them is wearing when they pull up to the gate and they meet this charming gentleman who is the, oh boy. the security guard. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's number five. Yo, Dre, my good bud. All right, we ain't got long. Remember what I said, yeah? No loud music, no loud anything. Hell, no quiet music. No sound at all, fuckers. In and out in two days. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> I fucking love this guy. It's basically Matthew McConaughey yes. in an impression. Uh, the letting top, them into over the, the top park. Matthew McConaughey, which by the way, he already is over the top. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. 
So there's I I got some more of this guy. Uh, that's number six, just because uh, yeah. I love his voice. Yeah, sure thing, Phil. I've heard your aim so bad you miss at point blank range. Oh yeah, hell, I'm just fucking with you. You on the back? You don't gotta be afraid of Phil. I'm a teddy bear. Anyway, I'll get on through now. Well, drive on through, buddy. The gate is closed. You need to open the gate. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Duh. Can we get uh, Trevor Talent in here? Well, who didn't make the audition? Can we find someone else, please? Where, where's Dorkles? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is this? This is awful. You know what this reminds me of? So I was I was checking out a recent episode of The Biggest Problem in the Universe, and Vito Giswaldi brought in um, theater kids as the biggest problem in the universe. This reminds me of like theater kids, people who overact and they think they're all talented and fun and funny. It's like, and you're never the only turn one, it off. You're the only one enjoying this. <laughs> yeah. Just you. Yep. No yes. one else wants to hear you do this stupid fucking accent. And anyway, right. moving on. It's theater for themselves. So, yes. <laughs> all right. So in the story, let, let me, let me catch you up here. <clears throat> so they pull in Zoll and body cam. They pull into the, whatever the resort inside this mountainous bullshit in, in Ohio. And, now they introduce themselves to each other. So now, now we're actually meeting the director and the blah, okay. blah, blah. So this dude has uh, this, he's like talks about his dad being a director and it's, it's just, I don't know. I think it's fucking amazing. Uh, my, my father directed a lot of movies more than Dre. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he did, uh, what have they done with the crystal cat's head? Uh, dance, dance, naked blade one and two, a Wampoke family dinner, the happy slap chap, <laughs> so he's pretty happy slap chat. I mean, it's I no mean, what, for what it's worth, right? It's no a talking cat, but it's still a pretty good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we meet Forsyth Mercer. Oh, good. All right. <clears throat> I think you're forgetting someone. I thought you fell back to sleep in the van, you old goat. Such disrespect. I was resting my eyes. Long drive, wasn't it? I am a classically trained actor of stage and screen, I'll have you know. I think everyone Go. knows Uncle Mercy. Go! He was getting Lord of the Rings, though, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a classically trained. <laughs> I never turn Fucking. it off. Yeah, yeah, we know. This is me all the time. Like <laughs> <laughs> coming to Thanksgiving, past the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> Fucking method actor. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh my God. It's like hanging out with Daniel Day Lewis. Like, you're not fucking Lincoln. Just sit down and have some food. <laughs> so, so now this is like, now they come back to the narrator and they're like, okay. Now, so it's somebody different narrating now. So number eight. So now it's it's taking a change here. We're we're getting the M night ending now. Record scratch, freeze frame. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. Being alive, I mean. After all, it's pretty well known. Ten bodies were recovered from gold medal in 2017. Whatever happened there, there were no survivors. But. You just said that you survived. Yeah. So there was one survived. So there had to be at least one. Right. Okay. right. One, also, of you, one of you survived. My least right. favorite thing that people write is you're probably wondering. Yeah. Don't fucking assume what yeah. I'm doing. I'm nodding off. <laughs> I'm not wondering shit. I'm bored out of my mind. You're probably bored out of your mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you got me. 
Okay, so that so now number ten is kind of the big reveal here. Okay, good. Yeah. Now in 2022, I want to help share our story because I don't like being dead. I especially don't like being murdered. <laughs> okay, so this is I like sounds like a robot. <laughs> I was thinking Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a ghost sounds like. I am a ghost. I am dead. I am undead. <laughs> it should have been William Forsyth <laughs> bought the farm. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, so now, I mean, people maybe remember that I'm in IT and I have been for a long, long time. And now they cut back to the story. I got another body cam that they're watching. This dude lays out the fucking best backup plan I've ever heard for anything in IT. Okay, and it's drawn out long. So we're using our cloud backup system because it's already there. But it's super mega important that every single one of you remembers to manually back up your SD cards to both of your designated servers indicated in each of your packs. Get into the habit of doing this as your first task when you return to camp at the agreed rendezvous time. If you happen to return to camp before then, for any reason, try to remember to make an unofficial backup on servers B1, B2, or B3. These are just cheap and cheerful precautionary backups, so just throw the files on any of them. Remember, do not overwrite your SD cards, ever. We brought over 502 terabyte cards. You should be carrying five blank cards in your field packs at any given time, alongside the card in your camera. Archiving all cards you've used is your secondary mandatory daily task upon rendezvous after manual backup. Holy shit! Do we need to go through all of that? The music bed is the funniest. Where was this guy in New York City, by the way? I could have used him. (laughs) Carl, what you need to do is back up six terabytes of... Did he say 205 terabyte SD cards? Yeah, I, I tuned out halfway through his, and, and I'm shooting, into that shit. Are they shooting 16K video or something? Why would they need that much memory? It it's just so funny that he's like, he's yeah. like literally sitting around telling all these people that like they're going to remember like yeah. all that. Now I'll take your two terabyte calls and yeah. plug them into the two backup systems, A, B, and C. <laughs> Wait, did he say uh, put it on the B2 server pre-getting back to camp or was it post? <laughs> right. Ah, fuck, I should have been writing this down. Damn it. <laughs> we've, we've hooked into the API. We've wrote a little script that's going to do it all for you. So just disregard everything I just said. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead and run the script, okay? <laughs> and if the script errors out, what you need to do is pop it into this uh, and it send the logs to uh, the corporate server, all right? Use the chat bot oh, if you need God. help. Never you, never call the right. number. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, All right. And then, uh, yeah, so then the last one is just, uh, it's just ridiculous. It's just uh, this this woman talking again, and I thought it was funny, so. Okay, Boomer. Wait, what? Why? Clearly, you don't appreciate how Sin Nudes can be a groundbreaking emergency for the Melina Z crowds. Ugh. What the fuck was that? Why did it get so sassy at the end? (laughs) Well, because... (laughs) The, the setup there, I should have put it in there. So the same fucking IT guy is yeah. like, we have a satellite phone, and it's only for emergencies. All right, we had a, we can only have it for seven days, and no one send the nudes. 
And then she was like, okay, Boma. Oh, uh, okay. You know, I don't think you understand how. Uh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I never got to the end. So I have no clue what the hell's even going on in this. I just basically know that I got a fucking lesson in how to do backups um, <laughs> to servers, is, is essentially what I took away from this. Uh, but uh, I don't understand who's listening to this show. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like that. So it's so funny because I don't give a shit what happens in this story. It's it's nonsensical, obviously. But Kevin doesn't even know. Like if I asked him, so what does end up happening? Like I don't, I didn't get it all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get it all. That's perfect. I was too stuck on the, the yeah. tech talk. I was too stuck on the six terabyte cards put inside of a. Oh, it's just like old oh. times. <laughs> and, and then I stopped listening because who gives a shit? All right, cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, the episode wasn't going anywhere. The episode I listened to had a cold open. So this was just a, a short narrative. And uh, apparently it's uh, this guy who just broke up with his girlfriend. And so this is how he's coping with that. See, after my ex and I broke up, I started going for night walks. Long, aimless strolls around town after dark. The cool night air cleared my head. Putting one foot in front of the other gave me a sense of purpose. Well, that's retarded. Putting one foot in front of the other gave me a sense of purpose. Yeah, it should show off. It shouldn't give you a sense of purpose. Yeah. That's yeah. Everyone does that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not impressive. Except for crippled Jesus. Yeah. I mean, CJ, we're rooting yeah. for you. <laughs> but there's other things you can have purpose for in life besides walking at nighttime. All right. So let's let's find out more about what's happening here. I guess he's uh, there's nobody around, and then there's this guy who's like motionless in a field. That he's walking through. And then all of a sudden there's a bunch of people and they're spinning off the ground and they're spinning around in the air. He spun through the air with the moths and night birds and oh God, there were dozens of them. Some of them people I knew spinning wildly through the night sky. Fascinated, I crept closer through the knee high misty grass. All right, this is where I call bullshit. If I see people I know and other townspeople all floating in the air and spinning, I turn around and run. Yeah. I don't go like, hey, what's going on over here, guys? <laughs> Can I join this party here? <laughs> Didn't see the invite. <laughs> I hope we're so cool. The fuck is that? What's with all the spinning? <laughs> what's with all the spinning over here? Are we yeah. dancing? What, we got a twist competition going on? What's going on here? And then he, he puts in these like weird little details into the story. One of them lifted through the air, gentle as a floating feather, then plunged like a swooping hawk. I recognized the face of the bald cashier from the sandwich shop a second before his clawed hand dug into my shoulder. Oh, it was the bald cashier from the sandwich shop. Yeah. Mm. Who was diving at him. Interesting. Yeah. Why would you put that detail into it? The reason is because the next day, this guy, who was just attacked by a man who was flying through the air, decides, I think I'm going to go get a sandwich today. <laughs> Today in the sandwich shop, the bald cashier seemed to have no recollection of what happened during the night. He just rubbed his neck like it hurt him when he rang up my order. I uh, think I'm going to stick to day walks from now on. He had strange red liquid all over him. <laughs> Maybe I'm a pussy, but if a guy from the sandwich shop attacks me in the middle of the night, I go to a different... Restaurant, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna get tacos now. I guess you know. Maybe they had good, uh, you know, good cold cuts. Who knows? Yeah. You just lost a customer, sir. <laughs> yeah. So that's gonna be uh, what two gabagoo sandwiches, right? Oh, my fucking necks really hurts here. <laughs> I feel like I've been clawing people. Spinning in a fucking field, <laughs> Good lord. 
So he tells this story. He gets away from all of them, but they're all the people in the town are possessed by something and they're flying in the air and they're attacking him. And this is what actually starts the story. And I'm going to back up and play the very beginning, the, the little tease of it. Do you ever wake up sore with no explanation for the pain? How about scratches on your arms and legs with no explanation? Well, if so, friend, this warning might be for you. So he's implying here that if you wake up sore in the morning, it's not because you slept bad. You know, it's not because your pillow fell off the bed. It's because you probably went out and spun around in the air in uh, the moonlight and attacked people. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> I, was, I was skeptic when it comes to this. <laughs> But. If you ever wake up and your ass is sore in the morning. <laughs> and your uncle's shoes are next to your bed. Yes. <laughs> All right. I don't want I didn't want to get you guys too excited at the beginning of the show. So I saved this for this time. The episode I listened to had a very special guest on it. Someone who had never been on the show before. I think you guys are going to be excited about this. Ash may be familiar to many of you in the UK and beyond. She's currently working as a presenter on the massive YouTube channel, PlayStation Access. She's the presenter from PlayStation Access? Shut the fuck up! How did you keep this from me? How do they get her? What are they paying these people? It's amazing. Did you ever see her uh, review Ratchet and Clank? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I watched it on a loop. Are you kidding me? (laughs) So that was pretty exciting. All right, I have one more story I want to go through. And uh, what happens in this story is... This guy is just sitting on a bench, minding his own business, and he sees this big guy walk over to a woman who's got a baby in a baby stroller. The guy picks up the baby and eats it. Oh. And um, this guy walks over to him like, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing? He's trying to save this baby. As soon as he gets done eating the baby, uh, only this guy who witnessed it remembers that it happened. Everyone else just goes about their day. The mom goes, oh, I never had a kid. It's fine. Everyone walks away. So this guy like confronts the dude who ate the baby. He's like, well, dude, what the fuck? You know, you're eating babies and stuff. So the guy goes, oh, you saw that? All right, cool. Uh, let's go get a drink. I'll tell you about it. So they go down to a bar. <laughs> I'm not making any of this up. This is so stupid. I feel like I could write stories like this all day. I, I wouldn't. I, I put uh, a premium on my, on my time, but holy shit, this, it's so stupid. Anyway. It's got to take a while to eat a whole baby. It did. It took a minute. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a one gulp thing. It took a minute. All right. So then, um, so then they sit down at the bar, and this guy is thinking, like, am I being pranked or something? They were actors, weren't they? I'm probably already on YouTube's sickest home videos, right? No, that's not a thing. I'm already on YouTube's sickest home videos. That's that's not a channel on YouTube, sir. <laughs> I mean, you can say fuck? you can say punked. You can say America's funniest home videos. There's, other, there's things that are like that. Candid camera. Remember that back in the day? <laughs> Am I on the J.B. Kennedy experiment? <laughs> right. All right. So I thought that this is the perfect answer to this question. Why did no one remember what you did except me? Ah, that's where the magic trick comes in. Except no, not so much the trick part, you see. When I eat a kid, I eat them all. I'm not talking about the meaty parts. I eat everything, like cosmic shit, everything. His first smile is nine months he spent giving his mom a heartburn. I even eat the Friday night his mom and pop put Marvin Gaye on the stereo and got it on. You get me? No. (laughs) That was a perfect answer. You get me? No. 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 None of that made any fucking sense. 
No. <laughs> what are you talking about, you lunatic? All right. So then this guy explains why he does what he does. He goes around and eats babies. But there's a reason for that. All God's creatures got a reason. You think a buzzard just loves the taste of all that dead stuff? No. He eats it because it's his, uh, what you call it, his nature. God's own flying garbage can. See? The buzzard, though, he got no brain to speak of. So, he never asks, what am I doing eating this crap? Yeah, but I do have a brain, and that reminded me, why am I listening to this? What am I doing <laughs> listening to this nonsense? Why would, I, why would I spend my time with this? You see, since Roe v. Wade was overturned, <laughs> I've been really busy eating babies all over the place, all right? <laughs> so basically what he says is he thinks God makes him eat babies because they're all like baby Hitlers. Like they're going to they're gonna go on to be terrible people, and so he's actually serving a purpose in the world. You know how Hitler is like the worst guy ever, right? Mm, worst guy ever? Uh, Genghis Khan, Joseph Stalin, Chad Zumach, worst guy ever. I don't know. People like to say that, but it's even worse. All right. And then um, I'm going to conclude this with some really good acting. The way this story ends, Kevin, I got to the end, Kevin. The way the story ends. <laughs> Does it have Forsyth Mercer? Does he do the ending? Would that be amazing? Yeah. Someone should hire you for one of these shows. I would love to hear you on. You should put in an application or a, a reel or something. I could do it all. I could do the the the, the stupid uh, Southerner guy. Just going on through, man. Just to par, par, bring your car right on through. The, all the gates not open. All right. Do it all. I'm I'm writing a script for Kevin. Okay. We are doing this. It's I am going to write a script for you. We're going to have like five or six characters in it. You're going to do all of them. Oh, you know you know what I should do. I should only send him one part of the time so he doesn't understand how it all works together and just have him act it all out, and then we'll put it all together, and then you'll find out what it was. Because it won't be in any yeah, order. That... You won't know what the story is. Yeah, it's going to read like a Patrick Michael script. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is a good idea. Are you, I don't see you writing this down, Producer Chris. You think I'm joking about this? No, don't, don't give me that shit. <laughs> the evil fop. That's what it would be called. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Now that we have a title. No. <laughs> Dude, this is a good idea. And also, it'll give me a week off. <laughs> More importantly, there we go. I'll get a week off, which would be nice. All right. So this is uh, the extended conclusion to my story is that um, the guy, the reason why he was the only one who, who remembered the guy ate the baby mm -hmm. is because this guy is also put on this earth to eat bad people. Okay. And so this guy eats the guy who ate the baby. And this is just outstanding acting. Kevin, take some notes here for this new project that we have going. Yeah, we'll do. You don't even want the goddamn job, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. I'm going to put in the notes when I have Kevin read the script. Guy being eaten actively. <laughs> read like that. In quotes, do Thundercats villain <laughs> voice. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> the other fun thing about this podcast are the trigger warnings. So I saw all over the description, trigger warning in all caps. But you don't know what that is unless you go to the website and you click the link that is trigger warning. And what I found was, for the episode I listened to, the masks we wear, 
includes child death. That was a trigger warning on this. Yeah. It's like, that wasn't a real kid. Didn't even sound like a kid. You know, I mean, I, I guess that would trigger someone. I don't know. <laughs> and then there's another story that I didn't listen to called There's Something Wrong with Auntie Beth. And the trigger warnings for that are sexual harassment of a minor, mention of self-harm, and domestic abuse. Why didn't I, why didn't I listen to that one? Sexual harassment of a minor? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, All God's Creatures Got Reasons, the one I just played for you. The trigger warnings were child death and attempted suicide, which he doesn't even attempt suicide. He just talks about it. So uh, whatever. And then the last one I didn't listen to, uh, The Dancing Stone, the trigger warning was child death. So this, this show had a theme to it, didn't it? Yeah. They're just fucking yeah. killing kids it all sure over the did. place. Yeah. Uh, this show. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> kind of odd. A little bit weird. All right. I teased this before. It's time for the... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. So this came in from Adam Thoreau. And we actually ended up doing this on the bonus episode with Dick and Sean this week. It's a show called That's All Funny. And this guy, Lorenzo Ariola, is the host of the show. And I don't think his brain works, okay. but I really enjoy it. Like I'm, I, His episodes are like 12 minutes long, and I wanted to keep listening I listened to a few of them, and I just wanted to keep listening. And here's just an example. There, it's hard to get short clips because he kind of rambles and just goes off in different directions. That's kind of what makes it fun. But, Kevin, do you know the, the movie The Other Guys? Yeah. Yeah, yep. it's a funny movie, right? So if you mm-hmm. remember that movie, there's a, a gag at the beginning of it where, you know, it's like The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson are like the badass cops who fucking, you know, can take down anyone. And then they die, and then it's like, oh, well, here are the other guys. That's kind of the joke. Well, this guy doesn't understand what jokes are. So he's got an idea for a prequel. Now, you probably already know what his idea is going to be, but, but listen to it unfold the way that he presents this idea. Uh, do you remember movie, the movie The Other Guys? Uh, I had an idea for a prequel to it. You remember that movie with uh, Will Ferrell and what was his name? Mark, Mark Wahlberg, right? Marky Mark. Right, yeah. Uh, well, if you remember at the beginning of the movie, the main characters at the beginning are The Rock and Samuel Jackson, and they're like these badass cops that go through all this cliche action shit, and then they tell each other, aim for the bushes, and then they jump off a building and die. And that's when the movie transitions to the other guys. <laughs> Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg were, right? Well, the prequel, the idea is just an action comedy... Starring the characters that Sam Jackson and The Rock played. You know, badass detectives with cheesy-ass lines and all this action. And then you throw Kevin Hart in there because, you know, it's in The Rock's contract to have Kevin Hart in every fucking movie he's in. And then you just call it The Guys. You know that would be a big-ass hit. Everything The Rock puts out is fucking gold. (laughs) <laughs> and then like oh Adam Sandler is like it's it's literally fucking awesome all pitching movie ideas. Yeah, I thought a, a good prequel to the other guys could be like the guys, you know, that gag they did at the beginning. We turn that into a movie. And uh, like I was saying to Dick, I'm like, this is so stupid. He's obviously doesn't get it. And then I thought, no, Hollywood would do this. I could see Hollywood actually doing <laughs> yeah. this. <laughs> right? The fucking other guys prequel. Did you saw where that was going from a mile away, right, Kevin? Oh yeah, it, it clearly, it clearly, he he was uh, telegraphing where he was going there. Um, this guy's fascinating. Yeah, that's 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 super interesting. Like that that the take on that, like okay, we'll just do a 
a prequel. <laughs> fucking stupid. People, you, uh, if you're not listening to the bonus shows, I don't know what to tell you. There's some of the best episodes that we do. And this whole segment we did on That's All Funny. This guy's incredible. There's a, there's a lot of layers here. All right. Uh, podcast Hitman. Kevin, do you know who Matt Lewinsky is, the podcast Hitman? I do not. Okay, good. Let me, let me get you up to speed. Podcast Hitman was a friend of the show. He used to uh, DM me over Twitter. He was in our Discord. He would give me a lot of tips about things that Patrick Michael was up to, and he'd make a lot of suggestions. He was a big wrestling fan. He would talk to Vinny about wrestling stuff. Like he, he was just very involved in the Who Are These Podcasts community. Then one day, it was discovered that his girlfriend was in his basement for eight months decaying, and he was arrested for that. And there was uh, flesh missing off her back. We still don't know why that is. But he confessed to strangling her to death and leaving her in the basement until it was finally discovered because the neighbors were like, it stinks over here. <laughs> Podcast Hitman has sent me a letter oh. from prison. And he sent oh it to God. the comedy club. Vinny has seen it and read it. I'm like, do not read it to me. I don't want to hear it. We're going to do it live on the creep off. So Monday, 1 o'clock is our new time. We do the creep off live on YouTube for anyone who wants to watch. Check that out on the Creep Buffs YouTube channel. Vinny and I will be on there, and I can't wait to find out. I guess uh, I guess this guy addresses a lot of people specifically. He, he addresses Croge, Dick Masterson, Trucker Andy. So I don't know what it's all about. Okay. We're going to find out. He also said not to read the letter Oh, on the air. <laughs> and I'm like, well, well, as soon as you murder your girlfriend, I, I no longer care. Uh, well, that's the other thing, too. I wonder if he's still listening to the show. I, I assumed he wasn't. But I don't know what you, we can do in prison, I guess. You can listen to podcasts. In which case, fuck. I could kill a few years. Right? Yeah. You could use a break. I could get through it. Somebody somebody smuggled this iPod up their ass so I could listen to WATP. Uh, here's a uh, three terabyte SD card. Make sure to back it up to the Make prison sure server. B1 and South Block B2. <laughs> All right, so that's fun. I thought I would talk about that. Mr. Magenta sent in a brand new uh, song for us. Gee, I wonder what this is going to be about. Don't you like my live shows? Ain't I so damn cool? Wait, you can't hear my live show. I guess I'm a fucking tool. Club feet. Buck teeth, club feet, buck teeth. I ain't got nothing but buck teeth and fucked up feet. My fucked up feet, I love them. My fucked up teeth. Thank God that Jen doesn't seem to care. New York was a shit show. Don't you know it's true? I can't stream my live shows. Guess I'm a retard too. Club feet, buck teeth. Club feet, buck teeth. I ain't got nothing but club feet. And jacked up teeth. My jacked up teeth. My fucked up feet. The Saturday night. We're doing a live show in New York City. I'm not going to fuck up the audio this time. It's going to sound great. 
Oh. Well done, Mr. Magenta. Yeah, that was. <clears throat> it was well Ugh. deserved for me. Wow. Wowie Kazowie. At the end of the uh, bonus show, Dick goes, Oh, you guys just did a show in New York. How did that go? I go, Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, did I fuck it up. The delight in that man's face when I was telling him all the problems that we had, all the fuck us. Yeah. He's like, He fucking loved every second of it. Yeah. He loved every second of it. Fucking asshole. All right. Speaking of fucking things up all the time. I have to start at the very beginning of this Thursday episode of the Centering John podcast because, all right, he's, he's chugging water. He doesn't have to turn on his camera and then chug water. He could chug the water and then turn his camera on, but he can't get that figured out. And then look at his polo shirt, everybody. Yeah, baby! Welcome to the world-famous Stuttering John podcast with your favorite world-famous host, Stuttering John Melendez. How are you, everybody? All right. So his shirt is inside out. (laughs) You can see the buttons are on the wrong side. His polo shirt is inside out. This fucking guy can knock it out of his own way. He's He's a treat. He is. He really is amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, so then he realizes it. And this is funny. <laughs> this is funny because he realizes it and he decides, oh, I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'll just I'll just play it off. Today we have Brian Karam, who uh, I hope is deep into the sauce. He's trying to button it. He's trying to button it. Where's the button? Where's the button? Yeah, he's Where's always the button? a hell of a lot of fun. Oh, whoops. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Where's the button? Where's the button? <laughs> He's wearing a blouse. It's on the other side. It's a blouse. <laughs> the thing I love the most is the visual here because Carl right behind you is almost the exact same screenshot as what we're looking at. Right yeah, I know. I know that that drawing is. It's, it might be a photograph now that I think about yeah. it. I'm not even sure that is <laughs> art. Oh, it's amazing. Um, I love that look. Something is amiss. <laughs> Did you hear him too say he's, he's bringing his guest on? He hopes he's deep into the sauce. I didn't understand that at all. I don't, I don't understand that. Okay. So um, real quick, we'll get back to the shirt thing. But um, we have to remember that this is Super Cast or Super Chat Thursday. Uh, Super Chat Thursday. Thank you, Andrea. That is true. It is Super Chat Thursday. So we had Super Chat Tuesday, Super Chat Thursday, and Super Chat Saturday. I'm starting to think that that doesn't have any significance at all. It's like, well, that is true. It is Super Chat <laughs> yes. Thursday. And by the way, all of this month is Give Me Your Money October. <laughs> and we only have a few more days before it's Donate to Me November. Yeah. So, guys, please get on my Patreon. <laughs> get on my PayPal. Goal. Make that goal. <laughs> Super I Chat Thursday. I can't unsee the inside out shirt now. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Just like looking at like all the, all the seams and everything yep. that are all sticking out. <laughs> yeah. I know. It, um, oh. We're going to be down in uh, Florida next weekend at the Content House with Chrissy Mayer and company. And I guess there's 
going to be like a costume thing going on. Uh-huh. I'm not a big costume guy, <laughs> as you know. Ooh, bring the roach costume. Well, my wife is going to dress up as sexy stuttering John. She's already ordered that shirt. She's going to wear it inside out. <laughs> sexy stunt show. I'm sorry if I revealed your big secret, but that's going to be that's a pretty funny idea. I like it. All right, this is uh, neither here nor there, just John being an idiot. So John's talking about the Yankees, and they're in the playoffs. He's all excited, and someone says they're going to choke, and and John's got to come back for that. The Yankees choke like they always do. Um, Let's see, uh, 27 World Championships. Doesn't sound like choking to me. Six in my lifetime. All right. They've won seven in his lifetime. He was born in 1965. Mm-hmm. He's 57 years old. They've won seven worlds. I know how many World Series the Cubs have won in my lifetime, maybe because the number is one. But still, <laughs> I would think that he would know it's seven, not six. Yeah. And he's trying to be all smug. Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, they're the best fucking team ever. They've won six in the last 57 years. Like, no, they won seven, John. So, was he sleeping during one of them? Did he black out that day? I don't know. It's, anything's possible, but fucking idiot. All right, so then Jules David who is uh, Mike David Redbar's wife, but this is not the real Jules David. This is someone trolling John, pretending to be Jules David, which is why John was trying to message Mike David over Instagram to try to get him on his side to go after Anthony Cumia. And then Mike David went on his show and went, John, you're a fucking retard. I'm not talking to you. Are you crazy? So, you know, everyone's, everyone's making points on John. Everyone's hitting threes on this guy. So this is Jules David uh, pointing out that his shirt is inside out. Jules David. Yeah, I know. That's the new look. Uh, so <laughs> he, his, his instincts are always wrong, you know? So she goes, your shirt's inside. He goes, yeah, no, I did that on purpose. But no, but seriously, though, he, didn't, he wasn't like laughing it off. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all the kids are doing that. Everyone's peeing their pants. It's the coolest. <laughs> you know, it's like, John, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? All I right. had to turn it inside. I had cum on the front of it. <laughs> so now... This is great because John brings on his guest and, you know, it starts with the, uh, uh, he's reading the chat. He's getting confused. He brings on his guest and what he decides he's going to do, he's got a strategy. He's going to turn off his screen while his guest is on, pull his shirt off, put it on the right way, put it back on. No one's going to notice. It's going to be seamless. The problem is he forgot to ask his guest a question that he could respond to <laughs> so that the guest was talking during this. So the guest is just standing there like, what, what just happened? What 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 is going on right now? Uh, and uh, and there we go. Um, okay. Action. Now, without further ado, let's bring on the. Man, when I was in New York, I rebooted my computer twice on stage. He's like rebooting his brain. Like he's like, oh, I'm just gonna do a restart. Give me a second. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, it's his meditation. Your system started because there was a problem. Do you want to report it? Uh, no, uh, I, I did not save my six terabyte backups. <laughs> uh, to the cloud. Let's bring on the man, the myth, the legend. Here he is, Brian J. Caram on the show today. Hey, Brian. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) So John brings on Brian, immediately takes him 
off the screen <laughs> because he hit the wrong button. So now it's just John. So he, then he brings him back. What's going on, bro? Nothing much. How you doing? And now John is gone. Yep. What's going on, bro? And then he leaves. And now watch as Brian tries to figure out what to do here. He's just like, uh, all right, the guy hosting the you show there? is gone. Should I have not called him bro? Why <laughs> did I find it? Was it my green hat? Is that what offended him? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God, a real leprechaun. <laughs> Give me your gold. <laughs> Give me your gold. Answer all my money problems. <laughs> uh, holy shit. Oh, there we go. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Brian? <laughs> well, yeah, I lost you there, it seems like. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Something, I don't know. This shit always goes weird on me. You're a liar. You're a liar. You know something that you're not telling us, you slimy scumbag liar. John tries to play it off like, oh, yeah, technical problems. You know what happens. Meanwhile, he comes back. His shirt is now the right way, but it's all disheveled. It's all over yeah. the place. He must. I would have loved to have seen it. It's like, oh, shit. Must have been fucking hilarious. And then he just fucking lies. Oh, yeah, I don't know what happened. It's just, you know, what are you going to do? So now we're 12 minutes into the show at this point. And John finally buttons his shirt up. It's what he's been wanting to do from the get-go. That's what he was trying to do when he realized, like, oh, shit. Brian, why aren't we, why aren't we searching those places? Well, maybe search warrants will be coming for them shortly. But he can't really decide whether or not. I, I mean, if there's a subpoena, there's a subpoena, and he'll have to live with it. The fucking so places. Donald Trump can claim he can it all he wants, but he has absolutely no voice in that. You did it, Johnny. I knew you could. I knew you could do it. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> All right. What this fuck is this dude like putting glasses and hats and shit on? What's... <laughs> yeah, I know. That's his he's, thing. He's going over visual gags. This is, a, this is the guy we were talking about in New York, too, because yeah. he was on his show just last week. And every time that John was doing something embarrassing, this guy was putting on his sunglasses like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to be seen with this <laughs> asshole. This is not good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so now here's another example of John not paying attention to his guest. And he does this all the time. The guest is talking. John's fucking with his shirt. He's getting a, a drink of uh, water. If there's a subpoena and the judge issues it, they'll search. <laughs> and good luck to Donald. He'll need it. What do you think's going on in Donald Trump's head right now? I don't know. Have you ever seen a... BB rattle around inside of tin can. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> Kevin, it's the, the worst political show anyone's <laughs> ever made. And I'm including like sixth grade UN and whatever the fuck they're doing in elementary schools right now. <laughs> this is insane what these people are doing. And look, I'm not on Trump's side, but what is going on in Donald's head right now? He's not thinking about you. You're thinking about him. So that's one thing. Who's dumber? The billionaire who was the president or the YouTuber who makes $600 a month and had to take all of his videos down because everyone on the internet is clowning him right now. Every video, this video included, is gone. As soon as he gets done recording it, it's gone. You can't find it. He has deleted every, not deleted, probably unlisted, every single YouTube video. He's a joke. <laughs> he can't operate his shirt. He can't operate his shirt. Yeah. And he's like, God, that Donald Trump guy is such an idiot. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know if you should be the one saying that, sir. 
Because listen to this. I don't. I, I hate getting into the political parts of these shows, Kevin. But listen to the analysis of a recent debate that John didn't watch, but saw the clips from. That some other, I, I think it was the Lincoln Project or one of these like very left leaning organizations that puts out propaganda videos. They put together clips to make it look like Rubio lost the debate, and this is John's analysis of it. I've got to tell you, Brian, I watched, I don't know if you got to see any of the clips from the Val Demings, uh, uh, the Rubio and Demings fucking debate. She fucking ate him alive. Well, did you expect anything different? Right. Oh, my God. Did, did you see the debate? It, it she won. Like... Yeah, I know. That's the, that's the team I root for. Of course. Of course she won. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Is there a reason like why? The... Was there an issue that she had a better idea on? Was there anything that she said that you liked? Or she wiped the floor with them? Yeah, <laughs> sure did. I mean, who's who? The fuck is watching this show? For content wise, I often forget that it's a political show. I know. I forget that's the format because no one ever pulls these parts oh, of the show. It's right, so we never get there. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so again, remember, John did this with this guy just last week. Again, he talks about how Rubio tweets out Bible verses, and John responds with his own Confucius responses to this. And again, John's proud of himself for the tweet that he put out. Well, I love the fact that she called him out for his his Bible verses. I don't know if you see those fucking things he tweets out. It's like, it's hysterical to me. (laughs) And I always tweet back at him, uh... Confucius say, man who fought in church sits in his own pew. And I just yeah. like. <laughs> so John, again, is proud of his tweet. And think about this. this is, again, it's something he did not even write. Yeah. It's not funny. Brian's not reacting as if that was a funny thing to say. It's childish. But again, John is proud of himself for something that someone else wrote. I write back to these things that are all over the Internet. He said he always tweets that back. Too. Yeah, like, right. Oh, wow. Good never one, gets John. old. Wow. <laughs> Surprised uh, Rubio's even still a public figure. I, yeah. I would think he'd be like uh, hiding under his desk by now, you know? Holy oh, shit. You really got him good with that oh. one. <sighs> so I write back to him roses are red, violets are blue. All right. So this is uh, Uncle Paul. You know who Uncle Paul is, Kevin. He gets involved. He gets involved in the chat here because John has not done a beer on the balcony in a couple of weeks now. This is what we pay for. This is the whole point of being a YouTube member or a Patreon member. You get the exclusive beer on the balcony. (laughs) Paul Hargis, thanks for the two bucks. When's the next beer on the balcony? You know, I'm supposed to have a guest. I was going to do it today with Greg Prado. And then he had to talk to... David Crosby. I mean, who is this guy? Crosby stills Nash and Who's that old guy over there? Uncle Paul, Uncle Paul. With the creepy old guy staring. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Paul. This guy's responding to Uncle Paul as if it's a real person. Uncle Paul wants to know, where's the beer on the balcony? Sorry, Uncle Paul. We'll get to it. I, yeah, my, my guest had better people to talk to. He wanted to talk to uh, an actual celebrity instead of me, so... He had a bad Dorkles the clown wants to know. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get Dorkles in the, the chat. <laughs> the fucking fictional people that he thinks are real. <laughs> the fan base is really expanding. We got Dorkles here. Yeah. We got Dorkles. <laughs> Doug Bell. We got the Fop guy. We got <laughs> yeah. fucking Commanders here. 
I like to see how the fop guy writes his questions to John. <laughs> Dear stuttering John, oh, let me let me dip my pen in some ink here. Oh. <laughs> okay, this this has to happen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just because of the way that John would read it back. All matter of fact. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he'd be like, oh, uh, oh, I dip my pen in the ink. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you know, they make pens with the ink already in them now. I don't know why you would. Okay, uh, uh, why would you have a feather? <laughs> What's the feather for? Confucius right. say that inside out shirts <laughs> will hide the powdered wigs. <laughs> All right, so John is. And this is the part that the dabblers don't pay attention to, that no one pays attention to. John is so good at running a talk show. Because if you think about how a talk show usually works, I, I watch a lot of talk shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Maher comes to mind, you know, and B- Bill Maher has a, a guest on. Mm-hmm. And they go back and forth. Yeah. And he asks a question, the guy answers, and maybe Bill Maher interjects with something, and they go back and forth, they have a discussion around it. This is John style of interviewing someone. And yes, I did speed it up a few times here just so we could get through it. What's your thought about that? John, that's when you could have changed your shirt. (laughs) What's your thoughts on that? And then change your shirt. He could have gone shopping. (laughs) He comes back. He's got a 12-pack of Coors. Sets it down. Oh, Brian, you're still here. (laughs) Uh, And the sad thing is, is that John's getting all the super chats. He provides none of the actual content, if you can call any of this content. Provides none of it. Just lets his guests ramble on and on and on. Because John doesn't have a thought in his head. Anyone who was like a real talk show host would have interjected with something as this guy's going on and on. The, the question was about whether you think the Dems will lose the House and the Senate in the midterm elections. And this guy's going on and on and on. And if John was following politics like he should be, that's his job now. It's not a good paying job, don't get me wrong. But he would have something to say in, in this at some point. And he doesn't. He sucks. I don't say this often enough. John sucks at his job. He's really bad at broadcasting. All right. So then you see the question here from Baby Yoda. Can you please leave episode your episode up so I can watch you after work? It's hard to watch live because of work, and I missed Tuesday's show because it was gone. Because like I said, John does the show live on YouTube, and then he unlists it, and you can't get to it anymore. Even if you're a Patreon subscriber, we, we showed that on the last show, where a Patreon subscriber was going through their Patreon feed, and all the videos were gone. You still have all these posts, but you can't watch the videos, so it's kind of a ripoff. And uh, so John addresses this. No, and that's like, well, I'm going to ask you about a few of these races. Baby Yoda, thanks for the five bucks. John, can you please leave episode up so I can watch after work? It's too hard to watch live because we're working on this Tuesday show because it was gone. Something's going on. Something's going on with my YouTube. I don't know what's going on, but I don't know about okay. you, but 
I have so many problems when it comes to YouTube. It's just like, just, you know, I got to, you know, I got to figure out a different way. You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> you know something that you're not telling us, you slimy scumbag liar. John's lying. John is the one who's putting these shows and, and changing them to Unlisted because he's very upset that Shuli is dunking at him yeah. over and over and over again. I mean, he's not a fan of myself either, but he is really upset about all the shows that are goofing at him now. And he makes it very clear. He tweets about it all the time, about how proud of it he is. If you're so proud of it, John, why is all your content gone from the internet? Yeah, he says <laughs> something's going on with my YouTube, like something's going on with my stomach. Like, right, yeah. You know, it's vague. I could right. never get to the bottom of it. Yeah, maybe my medication, maybe <laughs> yeah. I need to sleep more. I mean, YouTube's just not working. Does that happen to you? <laughs> it's, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> it's my damn internet. It's my Xfinity, my Comcast. Yeah. <laughs> my neighbor's internet. All right, so this is um, this is interesting. There, there was a big scoop that happened this week, and uh, I'm going to get into it a little bit here. Michael S. Thanks for the five bucks. Going skiing on the K2 Summit. I don't even know where that is. Going to be That's a large fire. mountain, the K2, the second largest mountain in the world in the Himalayas. Wish me luck. Ready, set, build. I've heard a lot about it. Um, okay. So that person who just put that in there was Michael S. It has been discovered. Tony Michaels who forgets people's names all the time. Who's Anthony Cumia again? Didn't know who Chrissy Mayer was. What's her, what's her name again? Pretends he doesn't remember people's names. He didn't uh, know Kanye. <laughs> he didn't know who Ye was. He might not know who he is because his real name is not Tony Michaels. It's yeah. Michael Anthony Sosnowski. And this is, you haven't heard about this yet? No. Okay. Muttering Jay. Go to his Twitter page. Okay. He's got the full expose on this, and it's amazing. The, the investigative journalism is going on, and it's because Tony or Michael, whatever the fuck your name is, you fucked with the wrong person. You see, and this is what Chad did, too. Chrissy Mayer is beloved. She's the queen of the dabblers. The dabblers just keep getting stronger and stronger every day. You cannot fight against the dabblers. There's too many of them. You are outnumbered. And so when you say shit and you're like, fuck Chrissy Mayer, fuck that ass. Oh, really? Fuck Chrissy Mayer? Oh, yeah, Chad? Oh, oh yeah? Oh, yeah, Tony Michaels? Well, the reason why that person wrote about the uh, K2 Summit and the Spice, apparently back when he was Michael Sosnowski, he was busted in a synthetic marijuana drug uh, dealing ring. Oh. That K2 shit. Oh, yeah. It's like, like bath salt or whatever it is, like really bad for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy who's like nugs, not drugs on his coffee mug, the whole wholesome like family guy guy was a drug dealer and was arrested for it. See, it, it's, it's fascinating to me because the people who yelled the loudest on the internet have the most to hide. This guy's down there going, fuck him, fuck you. I'm the fucking shit. You don't know shit about dicks. Like, well, I know more about your past than you want me to. And now we all do, you fucking asshole. Yeah. And he also has this other business. There's, there's a lot more that I don't care as much about in there that that uh, Muttering Jay uncovered at Muttering Jay on Twitter. But it's fascinating. It is fascinating. I don't think um, our buddy Suttering John knows this yet. But it's not surprising to me that he associates himself with criminals who no. act like they're fucking better than everyone else. Yeah. Not surprising. No surprise there. At all. So. So the dabblers, they don't dabble. Dude, there's no dabbling going on by the dabblers themselves. 
they've actually got their shit together. Yeah. Which is really funny. All right. This is, uh, this is, you know, once again, someone calls out John for lying. And John just keeps putting this shit up on the screen. But this one shows up for just one second. So this clip is the entire time you see this comment on the screen. Uh, well, oh. All right. John, are you claiming you didn't intentionally make your YouTube vids private? So that's a $5 Canadian, um, you know, uh, super chat. And John puts it up there and then immediately goes, oh, shit, got to get rid of that. Because he's lying. Yeah. He knows he's lying. It's obvious. We all know he's lying. It's very obvious. So I thought that was kind of funny. And then um, Jules David again, once again, is concerned about the fact that she's a YouTube member and she can't watch any of the YouTube videos. So if you pay five bucks a month on YouTube, Kevin, you should get mm-hmm. access to all of his videos, including his beer on the balcony. But apparently they're gone for even people who are paying him on YouTube. Jules did. Thanks for the five bucks. Yeah, I'm working on this. Something's with YouTube right now. I don't know what it's. You're a liar. You're a liar. You know something that you're not telling us, you slimy scumbag liar. Yeah, John's a fucking liar. (laughs) All right. But the good news is he's going to make up for all these missed beer on the balconies. But I will. I'll make it up to all my Patreon people. I'll do two. If I have to do two in one day, I'll be half in a bag by the second show. But it might be fun. Yes, I agree. It might be fun. Please do two beer on the balconies in one day. I'll be your guest. I don't give a shit. I'll kill an hour. That'd be fun. Let's do that. So looking oh forward to that. God. What a fucking train wreck. It's, Kevin, oh. it's, it's been off the rails for a while, but it's still going somehow. It's like, what is even propelling this thing anymore? Yeah. How is this thing being propelled? Oh Lies. <laughs> Good thing when it crashed, it was going downhill because it's just going and going and going. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> and, uh, Oh, my God. Someone made a, a Chicky McSpice Pringles uh, container. Oh, fuck. Tony <laughs> Michaels. What an idiot. All right. This is the last clip I have from John's uh, recent episode on Thursday. And he, he ends the show by telling you you have to get out there and vote. And, Kevin, you know how important voting is, obviously. but I sure do. This election, it's more important than ever. Uh, get out and vote. As Brian said, we have to go out and vote. Because everything depends on this. We this is the most important election of our lifetime. What? The most important election of our lifetime? Is that even possibly true? What's he talking about? The midterms of <laughs> Joe Biden's presidency are the most important elections of our lifetime. I, I, guys, I might sleep at that Tuesday. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> My calendar's full. I don't know. <laughs> I don't find it to be all that important. Even more important of a vote than. Pick the new Mountain Dew flavor. <laughs> that was one. That, that was a, a turning point. It was a turning point <laughs> for Taco Bell. I regret not voting yeah, that Taco year. Bell. <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to make an announcement. Um, we're going to start doing a separate show that's just Stuttering John videos. But it's only for Patreon members who donate $2,300 per month. It's a new tier I'm developing. Mm-hmm. So if you give me $2,300 per month... And, and we'll probably up it each month from there. You probably have to give us more and more. Yeah. Then you can get that content. And it'll be like one show a month, maybe a half a show a month. So that's an announcement. 
to check that out. Cool. Yeah. We could spin a wheel for how much people pay. <laughs> That's a good right? idea too. Uh, yeah. Twenty three hundred would be the minimum. <laughs> you, right. You'll hope it lands at twenty three hundred. <laughs> Bankrupt. That's my new uh, get rich quick scheme. Uh, we're talking about doing a live show with Uncle Rico um, coming up in probably February. So we'll talk about that. Also, we announced on the bonus show that we're going to probably do a WATP, the Dick Show crossover live event. Because I'm so good at them. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. All right. Yeah. All I said to Dick was, I go, yeah, well, let's do it. But I'm not the AV guy on this one. Yeah. All right. I'm fucking, I'm just going to sit there. Anyway, uh, we're, we're thinking about Philly. There's a lot of interest in Philly. I know that Dick has a big fan base there, and a lot of people have told us to come to Philly. But uh, if you have a suggestion of where we should go, and I don't know when it's going to happen, but if you have a suggestion about uh, the WATP Dick Show live show, let me know, because we're still considering where we might want to go for that. Don't say Gary, Indiana. Everyone says yeah, that. Yeah, it's not a good joke. It's not, it's not a good joke. We're not, there's no hotels there. All right, no one's, no one's making a business trip to Gary, Indiana. Um. So we've documented on this show that Chad Zumach is not good at stand-up comedy. Yeah. He's not good at podcasting. But what about sketch comedy? Maybe he's good at sketch comedy. So I went ahead and grabbed uh, a sketch that he recently posted. I think this is old. I think this is pretty old, but he recently posted it again because he's very proud of it. And uh, let's check it out. Kevin, you're a big fan of sketch comedy, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah it's my okay. Favorite. Right next to improv. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that sounded sarcastic. I actually do love sketch comedy. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Are you allowed to say, please clap in the middle of the sketch? <laughs> <laughs> that was the funny joke, everyone. Like, okay. Okay, Chad, if you say so. Dude, was that the most embarrassing oh thing? God. When I was talking to Vinny on the phone, he listened to the episode. He's like, I can't believe he said, please yeah. clap in the middle of his fucking stand up show. Oh no! <laughs> it's it's on my list of uh, drops that are yeah. will be permanent. Oh, Chad, you're terrible. Yikes. Oh, he emailed me. By the way, I should say, Chad emailed me and he said, "Keep talking about me." Okay. He goes, "Keep talking about me, Carl." I'm like, "All right, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally take orders from Chad, but in this case, <laughs> I'll oblige. Aye, aye. He goes, "Keep talking about me," because what happens is people come to my shows, mm-hmm. and then they love it so much they become a fan of mine. Right. <laughs> Okay. So you're creating investors. Yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, all right, Chad, if you want to pretend that's reality, I'll play along. Hey, he was popular in high school, man. That he did peak in high school. Yeah. Which is I I know that if you want to be a success in life, you want to peak in high school. Yep. That's always the best way to do it. Yeah. He's not still the cutest, but he was. Mm-hmm. All that matters. Class cutest. <laughs> Leave that one out, Chad. <laughs> you dork. Uh all right. You guys ready for some funny sketch comedy? Let's, oh, yeah. Let's go. By oh, the way, wow. this is funny because he's pretending in this sketch that he's dating a girl. <laughs> that, so that's a pretty funny premise right there. It's not bad. All right. Let's see what this is called. Uh, Will you marry me? And uh, the hashtags are sit down, Zumach, Rackham, and all caps, Chad Zumach. Oh, people are definitely searching on that hashtag. It's got 63 views, seven likes. All right. Chad, I'm going to get your numbers up here for you, buddy. Let's go. Will you marry me? (laughs) Chad, you know, it's been my dream as a little girl to have a big, beautiful wedding in Napa Valley where my parents were married. I know. I want to make that a reality with the girl I love. And my dream honeymoon in the Bahamas? 
I couldn't be happier right now. And we'll buy my parents' house down by the lake where we'll start our family. We'll name her Sarah. Oh, and of course we'll have to have a boy because it's only fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but with two kids and only two bedrooms, we're going to need a bigger home. You following this so far, Kevin? This is riveting. Yes. yes you see where he's going <laughs> with this? So he's proposing to yeah. her. They're not supposed to be living their whole married lives out during the proposal. So that's the premise here. Yeah. It's like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, but this is this is how our whole lives are going to go. I only hope that this sketch ends with him kneeling in a pile of shit that he didn't realize he was kneeling in. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because normally for any good sketch, you need like a punchline, a payoff. You need something at the end that goes, nice, nailed it, we're out. And kneeling in shit would be something that you could do, and that'd be kind of funny. Right. No, that's not going to happen. We should buy property down at the Rockwell Golf Course where Janet and Steve live. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Will you marry me? Oh, but there's no way that I can work a full-time job and take care of two kids. So money is going to be tight. I mean, with the new home and saving for Ben and Sarah's college. We're and the fact that you don't make any money, Chad, because you're a loser. Really going to have to reel it in. That means no more bowling league for you or golfing on Saturdays. I mean, we simply can't afford it. Wait a second. Okay, by the way, Chad has no charisma. The, the, he's having these reaction shots where he's rolling his eyes and he's trying to act. And it's he's just not good at this at all. Listen, if I can only have girls night once a month due to our budget, it's not fair for you to go out twice a week with the bowling league and golfing all goddamn day. She's selling it. Yeah, I'll give it to her. I don't know if they yeah. chose the best side for her. You know, they yeah. could have they could have done that from the other angle, but she's selling it. On Saturdays when you should be home with your family. It's one day out of the week. You think working all those hours is going to be fun for me? Oh, I wish I'll have a day off, but you know what I'll be doing? I'll be taking care of the house and the kids, and don't let me bring up the dog that will probably get, that you'll probably neglect. Yep. So they're having a fight that's like if they've been married for a while and have a family. You still following this, yeah. Mr. Chris? Yeah, it's good stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of lulls. <laughs> Probably be out there busting my ass, working 50 hours a week, providing for my family. We can have family day on Sundays. I've had it with you, Chad. Seriously, it's always about you. It's always been about you. What? Actually, <laughs> she's got some points there. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. About me, huh? And with you working all those hours, oh my God, you're... Oh, his fucking reactions are infuriating. Look at look at this fucking yeah. asshole. What? Overact. <laughs> Whoa, what? Oh, jeez. It's always been about you. What about me? Huh? And with you working all those hours, oh my god, you're <laughs> never gonna surprise me with dinner or flowers. It's just gonna be I, I haven't been pointing out how poorly written this is. Yeah. I, it's, it's poorly acted and, and poorly executed. It's it's not funny. These jokes do not land. There's nothing in, in here that's funny. It's all just cliche shit. Be work, work, work. That's all it's gonna be. That's all it's gonna fucking be, Chad. You know, you're something else, Tara. You really are. Oh my God. I thought about it. And I want out of this marriage. I'm smart. Still on one knee, asshole. We're not even on the same page. We've grown apart. What the fuck is wrong with you, you lunatic? Don't talk to me like that. Nobody talks to me like that. You know what? I've had it, Chad. And you know what? My mom was right about you. You're a real piece of shit. Fuck you. No, fuck you. You'll be hearing from my lawyer. Good, I'll see you in court, bitch. And just for the record, I will never, ever propose marriage to you again. Oof. Wait, wait. Well, that was the end? Yeah, Kevin. That was the big payoff. That was the joke. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's terrible. I'll see you in court, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, some of the jokes never funny. Like, fuck you. No, fuck you. That's pretty good dialogue. Yeah. Classics. Jesus Christ. Chad has no comedic chops at all. <laughs> I wish that the end of that video was just a cop coming by and going, do you have a permit to shoot this sketch here in the park? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it's just yeah. them getting in trouble for yeah, actually filming yeah. something. Move along. Move along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, look at so Chad is not good at podcasting. He's not good at um, stand up. He's not good at sketch comedy. Maybe he's good at roasts. He was on the Kevin Brennan roast. Oh. I think that uh, when we have Blind Mike on the show coming up, the midweek show, we'll check that out. Yeah, break it down. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll be good on that because you know ro- he seems like he's kind of like a dick. Maybe yeah. he'll be good at like telling people they suck. Oh, is he good at um? Credit card scams? Yes. Well, no. Actually, no. no he got not. busted for that. That's yeah, right. he didn't get away with that one. Okay. He actually planned very poorly on how to use those stolen credit cards. Hmm. Now that I think about it. He's probably it. better at it in high school. I bet he was. <laughs> I bet he was. Maybe that's why he was so popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I think about it. All right. I got to bring uh, our review girl. I see Hannah is here. And uh, I want to play... To catch a dabbler. Yay. And I can't I can't catch a dabbler without Hannah, obviously. <laughs> Hannah, what's happening? Hey, not much. Hey, it looks like it's a nice sunny day there. It is. It's really yeah. sunny. No, I can see the sun coming in. Yeah. I can see exactly where the sun's coming in <laughs> to yep. your room. It looks real sunny. <laughs> it's good. All right. So uh 331's a good time this time of year to pick up on you. All right. You writing that down, pretty sure? Yeah, yeah three thirty-one. All right, let's uh, let's catch a dabbler, shall we? It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch a dabbler. Oh shit! Are Hold you on. ready to play? No, I'm not ready to play to catch a dabbler. I just saw Vic showing up. Hey, hey, Vic. Hello. Hello. Uh, Vic is wearing a very big sweater so take it's a, comfy take a point off of Vic's score yeah. right yeah. now all right you're playing from behind already Vic of all course. right um no. to catch a dabbler hold on I gotta restart this whole thing I can't play the show without hearing if I'm ready to catch a dabbler or not oh, you, you girls go away come back in <laughs> <laughs> let me just change my shirt all right <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch a dabbler. Are you ready to play to catch a dabbler? And I'm so sick of my Republican friends who go, well, both parties lie. No, no, no. Nobody lies as much as the dotard and his minions. Never in politics has anybody lied this much. So stop it already. I'm so sick of hearing, well, they both lie. Bullshit. Not nearly as much as this. This is just, this is a, this is ridiculous how much these ass wipes lie. So stop it. Stop trying to like, I mean, like I hate when they do this. Oh, well, they both lie. No, no. We all know who's lying at a much greater pace. And that's the Republicans. Kelly Lawfer. You're going to lose anyway. Jeez. Oh, I didn't know he ever said grab him by the pussy. Get the hell out of here. Come here. Mother. I was waiting for that. What did John say next? All right. 
Here are your choices. Number one. I know you're not supposed to hit a woman, but, but when you're lying and you're a Republican, I think it's okay. <laughs> B. You knew. Stop lying. You knew, all right. And we know you knew. So stop it. Next. Someone should grab you by the pussy. All right? That is if you still have one. For Trump lies. You know, for personal gain. Democrats lie only when they have to. And to help people. Noble lies. <laughs> Lastly, Republicans always lie. How do you know when a Republican is lying? His lips are moving to catch a dabbler. All right. I originally thought it was going to be number one. I'm going to go with number five. I know I've heard him say this joke before. Mm -hmm. It's such a cliche thing. It's something that John would do. So I'm not even picking the one that I think is the funniest. I'm actually trying to win the game. I'm going number one. Kevin, what do you think? Or I mean, number five. Your lips are moving. <laughs> Kevin, what do you think? Yeah. I think number one right off the bat was, okay. was the was the winner here. Yeah. All right. What do you think, Vic? I'm going to go with five as well. Oh, wow. It's, right. a, it's a very old man cliche. It is. Yeah. And he probably thinks it's clever. Uh, yeah. Hannah, the dogs are barking. I know. <laughs> what I'm are you, trying. What do you got? Um, I'm going to go with the second one because okay. he's tripping all over his words and getting worked up. Okay. Good good uh, rationale there. And producer Chris? As soon as I heard five, I wrote it down. I think it, it's wow. five all day. Interesting. Okay. I'm looking in the Discord. We got some threes. We got another two. We got a four. All right. All the bases are covered. Let's go. I mean, like, I hate when they do this. Oh, well, they both lie. No, no. We all know who's lying at a much greater pace, and that's the Republicans. Kelly Lawfer. You're going to lose anyway. Jeez. Oh, I didn't know he ever said grab him by the pussy. Get the hell out of here. Come here, you mother. You knew. Stop lying. You knew. All right? And we know you knew. So oh. stop it. Is that number two? Yep. That's Hannah. all for this week. Wow, Hannah. Come Hannah. back next week <laughs> to find out if you are man enough to catch a dabbler. I'm going to give Hannah three points. All right? She came in with two, and then she got a third one yeah. with that victory. <laughs> Congratulations, Hannah. You are the winner. <laughs> Thank you. Have you both met uh, my friend Kevin before? You haven't. I should have introduced you all. This I is, haven't met Kevin yet. This mm -hmm. is Kevin. Kevin, Vic, and Hannah. Hi. Our review girls. Hi, Kevin. I feel like every time you have him on, Carl, you just you're just showing him how much better you're doing without him. You know. Is that what I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's a it's, it's a big really, launch fest. Yeah. It's sad. I miss Cobra Commander. Where is Cobra yeah. Commander these days? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not he ain't making as much on Patreon as uh, <laughs> as my former co-host is, but uh, I think Kevin's know. like, I'm not your fucking dancing He's monkey. He's hanging in there. <laughs> He's hanging yeah, in there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> all right, guys, what have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about the No Sleep Podcast, which never disappoints. These theater of the mindset. We haven't done this in a long time. I enjoy them. We yeah. should do that more often. Uh, we talked about Lorenzo Ariola. 
That's All Funny. Very interesting podcast. Podcast Hitman will be reading his letter on the creep off. Uh, Mr. Magenta had another stellar song parody. Stuttering John put on his shirt backwards, pretended he didn't realize it. Uh, Chad Zumach's not good at comedy. Uh, Hannah's able to catch a dabbler. No one else is. You know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. Next week's teaser. The teaser. The teaser. And let's keep in mind that we are still in Jocktober. And so we will have another radio show. Oh, there we go. Hey. Well done, Vic. Oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is, uh, this is a clip of the podcast or radio show that we'll be reviewing on this upcoming episode of Who Are These Podcasts? Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the kicks, Bill. Kicks. <laughs> The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. Hello, I'm Miguel. Welcome to season 17, episode number 3,777. <laughs> this type of radio still exists? The men's room. <laughs> Is on deck with Blind Mike, as I mentioned, he'll be on here. This is an afternoon drive show out of Seattle, but it's syndicated everywhere. It's on in our market. Have you ever heard this show, The Men's Room? No. Yeah, it's on some, one of our FM stations. I think it's on down here, too, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. Pretty Let sure me read you the description of this show, because I feel like you guys aren't as into this as you should be. <laughs> the Men's Room was born one evening in a dark bar during an argument over tater tots. Mm-hmm. Months later, after all jail time had been served... All that was left was the community service. In a fortunate turn of events, the judge sentenced the crew to an outreach program for troubled alcoholic loudmouths. The rest, as they say, is history. The party has been raging ever since, and you're all invited. If you want to learn more, just tune in to The Rock from 2 to 6 weekdays. If you want to know where you can find our beers like the Men's Room Red, check out the Men's Room Beer Finder. These guys are Wacky alcoholics yeah. into arguments have, about tater tots. Have, I can relate. They have their own beer. What? what yeah, is going I guess on? men's room red. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't well thought out. Men's room. I don't want a beer from the men's room. No, <laughs> doesn't sound appetizing at all. All right. Um, so that's what we're gonna do coming up, guys. This has been a great show, Kevin. Anything you want to promote, my friend? 
<laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing here. <laughs> Just uh, hanging out. Well, Vic was on our show this past time, and uh, I never got to her plugs, and I feel bad. So, Vic, what do you have going on? Uh, I have a roast battle at nice. Cosby's Comedy Club at 7 p.m. Uh, tomorrow. Ooh, a and Sunday then... night roast battle. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> but we're dressing up in costumes. The oh, winner no. gets five dollars. Oh no! Do you want to not watch football mm. and go down? There? <laughs> yeah, let's go, Chris. If we leave now, we can get there in time. All right. Uh, what's the name of the the venue again? Kazi's Comedy Club. It's the longest comedy club running in Virginia. And that's in Newport News, Virginia, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, so, who are you roasting, everybody? Cosby's. Um, well, it's like a, it's like a bracket. So the first guy is, um, his name's Barry B. Uh, he's just like a big fat guy. She puts the, uh, she puts the rack in bracket. (laughs) See what I did there? That was awful. I know. I was looking at your boobs. That's why I came up with that joke. (laughs) Keep going. Um, yeah, he's just like a, this big fat black guy who smokes too much. And then there's like five other versions of him. And then one other lady. This shit writes itself. Look it at this does. guy, this big fat black guy. Am I right, people? Now you go. <laughs> well, uh, that's exciting, Vic. Mm-hmm. I am rooting for you. And I hope people come down and uh, cheer you on. Yeah, I should have one person from the podcast coming. Becca. Yes. Someone reached out to me. They said, I'm going to go see Vic's comedy show. Because you're always there, what, Thursday nights? Yeah, Thursday nights. All right, you always do a show Thursday night. So someone actually reached out to me and said, I'm going to go to Vic's show, and I never got a chance to talk to you about it, but you did meet a listener at yeah, the show. Yeah, she left you a drunk voicemail, okay. and she was really upset you didn't play it. Mm, yeah. She told me, fuck Carl, I hate him so much. Well, tell her to, uh, to call again. Okay. It's funny, when the people are really drunk on the voicemails, I always think, they're not going to remember they did this, so it's no problem, I just won't play it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, that's how I feel like if I'm making stupid phone calls with the next day, I'm like, I don't think I was. Oh, shit. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, look at my set. Like, All right. So um, very tell, good. Tell her to use promo code cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, anything you want to promote? Um, yeah, there's this podcast. I'm not involved in it, but it's called The Creep Off. Yes, The Creep Off. <laughs> Someone's no, got to promote know. it. Hey, today I actually promoted the creep off, everybody. You did. You did. And that fucking weasel, Vinnie Paulino, you know what he said? What? Oh, we should read Matt Lewinsky's letter on a Patreon episode. I go, go, Vinnie, no, come on. Come on, man. We're reading it on the show. You know? We're reading it on the fucking show, Shuli. I mean, Vinnie. What are you doing? (laughs) All right. He's all about the business, that guy. Yeah, I know. You'd think he was just a comedian wanting to make jokes. No. It's all business with him. It's like, Carl, what's your spreadsheet getting in here? I'm working on it, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's not actually what happens. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode where we find out what's for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet News with Lucy Tightbox. Regarding our New York City show, Wapio comments, Nice save. You must not have hired producer Chris off Craigslist. His laptop had a charger and or the right batteries. Dr. Steve, well done, Carl. This turned out to be enjoyable on several levels. Almost as if you were playing 4D chess. Actual Typhion, good on you for getting it back, Carl. No stupid fucking blabbermouth cunts yammering over the show like in Detroit either. 
Betty Lee's thumb on episode 353. Oh, look, it's the return of the much sex Carl I fingered many girls hamburger. <laughs> Whiskey and witchcraft. Poor girls. Probably would have been more enjoyable for them if he used his origami feet. Soy Bahar asks, is Kaya a virgin? Baby Butters opines. Kaya definitely doesn't like women, so maybe. Gang Grenisley has a cool idea. Chad and Ash from the Fat Lip should do a heavy breathing contest to see who passes out first. That would be so cool. So, so cool. Because Chad's a cool guy, and that's what cool guys do. Speaking of cool, Dan in the Facebook group asks, What click did Carl run in in high school? Or better yet, what club was he in? John C. answers, chest club. Second Friday of every month, all the male faculty members would lay him down and beat off onto his chest. From YouTube, Echo writes, Carl has a lot of balls doing this podcast in New York City. According to John, there's a lot of people in New York who ain't too happy with Carl. Ross offers an interesting idea. I would pay to watch SJ watch this, rocking in his seat, pacing, shouting at the screen with spittle coming out. This is the most unique concept for a comedy podcast. Caddy Daddy riffs, Confucius says, man who identifies as progressive shouldn't be making Confucius jokes in 2022. <laughs> Different John comments, how great a comedian is Chad Zumach when I had to Google him to find out who he was. Maddie Boy Anderson, I was popular in high school. Oh no, this is something you never say. It's like a white flag on a stick in an argument. Michael Blaine, Chad single-handedly ruined the word cool. It's been going strong since the 50s and now it's over. Six-string man, if you want to know about cool, you gotta rock a captain's hat at all times and be as douchey as possible. Shellbacks Club, I think we've found our new dabbler. Welcome to the club, Chad. And Anthony plays us out with, Chad is coked out of his mind, or he's recording this with a drooling bulldog on his lap. Or it could be both. Oh, boy. <laughs> the people on the internet are, are much funnier than Chad Zubach, I noticed. Yeah. I like that. I appreciate it. Thank you to Lucy Tightbox and the whole crew that puts our net news together. Yeah. Always appreciate that. Do we have any new reviews to read, ladies? Yes, you have three since the last episode. Okay. Is Hannah going to read any? Do you guys coordinate this at all? How's this going to work? Uh -oh. I think Hannah's broken right now. Deer in headlights. Wow. <laughs> Hannah's got dogs barking probably in the background. I, no, I don't. The, the computer froze up. Something's wrong with it. Oh, where's, where's uh, Robot yeah, Hannah? Everyone misses Robot <laughs> Hannah. Gone forever. Oh, that's too bad. Do I you, didn't really. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you have reviews to read or are we just going to let Vic do it today? Um, no, I'll do one. Okay. Okay. This one's called Carl is a Hater um, by Hillary's Hitman. Podcast is unfunny. The host is a smile-talking F-slur who complains about some has-been radio star and is scared that Ralph makes more money and can run a faster mile. <laughs> run a faster mile. That's a pretty good joke. I'm going to guess that's a five-star review. It is. Nice. I'm liking it. We're getting a lot of positive reviews lately. I'm not sure <laughs> what I'm doing to make that happen. Uh, this next one is uh, Trigger Warning by Oh My God, Clay Aiken. He says, hosts are racist and homophobic. The only guest host I like is Crotch. He, he seems woke. They spend too much time making fun of one of the legends of comedy, Stuttering John. The yeah. only thing this podcast is doing well is the great audio at their love love shows. I think not live. live. Yeah, I think they went live on that one. That seems sarcastic to me, that review. I'm going to say it's a five-star review. That is a five-star. We're killing it. We should start doing love shows, though. I'll do a love show. Right, cool. Yeah. You and Vinny? As long as tits are involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, uh, last this, one. This last one's Horrible Show by TRG Lover. He said, this show is so racist and transphobic that it's a joy to listen to. Keep up the good work, Carl. And by the way, your live show audio is awesome. It did turn out pretty good. In the end. In the end. Uh, <laughs> After a, fu- a giant fuck up. Oof. You, you weren't even there, Vic. You didn't even know how big of a fuck up it was. <laughs> Holy shit, was that a debacle. Um, is that a, a five star as well? It is a five star. Do you happen to know what our numbers are right now as far as five you star are- versus one star? Uh, 100 five stars over your one stars. Holy shit. Kevin, can you believe that? We have rebounded. I can't believe any of this. (laughs) (laughs) None of it makes sense. I can't believe you have two. I I can't believe you have two females that have agreed to come on the show. That there's artwork of them in the background of Chris. That Chris is even here. I, I, yeah, completely flabbergasted. Well, if it makes you feel any better, everyone's under duress. This is I'm forcing everyone to do all of this. No one is here because they want to be just off camera. (laughs) No one is here voluntarily. I can promise you. Um, Vic, uh, what's what's the update? Kevin, wait wait to hear this. Vic, what's the update on the uh, titty picks we're going to put on Patreon? What's going on? Um, next Sunday. Next Sunday. They will be out and ready. I thought you were going to shoot that uh, like yesterday. What happened? No, listen. I have to get my hair done. My Good. roots are coming yes, in back. Yes, I was actually going to suggest that. I'm still a woman, <laughs> Carl. I love it. I love it. All right, good. Let the people wait. They can wait another week. I can wait another week. That's great. Next Sunday mm-hmm. on our Patreon, Topless Picks of Vic. If that's not worth five bucks a month, I need to raise our rates, I think. Five bucks. It's a steal. 2300 2300 is the new tier. <laughs> the new tier for who has pockets. All right, let's listen to some voicemails and let's get the fuck out of here. You know, I have to say with Howard Stern, you know, he's the kind of asshole that will lock himself in the mansion and then get pissed off at you because you left your house. But he was reliant on people like me who deliver this shit to his house so he can live. But I'm an asshole for leaving my fucking house. Fuck you, Howard. Okay. This is a very good point. Because people like Howard are like, you're crazy. Why did you leave your house? He's yelling at his staff all the time for leaving their house. But... If everyone did what he's doing, he would die. Yeah. Because food needs to be delivered. Things need to still be exported and, and moved about the country. And people need to do that. Yeah. And Howard's like, well, yeah, fuck those people. They can, of course, deliver food to my house. But, you know, you're crazy if you leave your house otherwise. Like, yeah, it's kind of hypocritical and you're kind of a douche. But I guess we already do that. It's nothing <laughs> new. All right. <laughs> Hey, Carl. Uh, last week, some guy left a voicemail asking if you could give him the number of that guy who wanted to eat a burrito while getting his ass sucked or sucking his ass while eating a burrito. You're not going to believe this. I just saw that guy getting his ass sucked while eating a burrito. <laughs> Small world. Anyway, you're not a cunt. Don't call me back. Wait. Oh, fuck. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What are the chances of that? So many coincidences happen on this show. It really is remarkable. All right. This is uh, for you, Vic. First off, fuck you, Carl, for just everything. Secondly, I'm here at Causey's with Vic. She's fucking awesome. Her stand-up is the best. Don't fucking joke her. Also, you know, call me back. Bye. Oh, wait. I did play her voicemail. You did. (laughs) Holy shit. Look at that. You know what the problem was? Is that I was uh, a week behind. We didn't do any voicemails at the live show. And I didn't. I, I had to go back last night and find all the old ones. So there you go. It turns out I did play her voicemail. She kept it short, so I appreciate that. So that's your new friend, huh? Is she hot? 
She's mid, but it's fine. So you're saying like a five or a six, like maybe? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like she, she looks like a like a housewife. Oh, would you eat her asshole? Mm, no, I'd eat her out, but not her asshole. Okay. Did um, <laughs> did Chrissy get in touch with you by the way to to do the? Yeah, she did. Good. Are you scheduled yet? November sixth. No shit. Look at this. Vink is now doing Chrissy's show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No shit. Soon All producer Chris will be ass. producing a real show yeah. and won't be here anymore. <laughs> it's all, all good. All good stuff. All right. Chip Chipperson likes to call in from time to time. I always appreciate that. Hey, Carl. It's Chipper. I heard uh, stuttering John talking to the Army Major the other day. What if he talked to uh, an Army Minor instead of something? <laughs> Fuck yeah, call me back, Carl. That's a military humor, Vic. What do you think? Oh, it's fantastic. Pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good stuff. All right. How do you expect us to masturbate to a show with no sound? <laughs> you dummy. Um, I huh. didn't realize you were masturbating to our live shows. All right. Good to know. I'll keep that in mind. Hey, uh, Gary from San Diego called in. Now, again... This was this is like over a week old because we did the live show and I think it caught up completely on the voicemails for the midweek show. Hey Carl, Gary from San Diego. Well, I'm checking every day John Zillow account to see what that house sold for. Remember it had a contract under a offer accepted? Yeah. And all of a sudden on October 16th, it says the house is for sale. It appears that the contract that John signed to uh, sell his house fell through. It looks like there's no more sale. Nope. So he's sitting on a property in Canoga Park that is for sale once again. And the uh, estimated value is 399 but who knows? Anyway... Too bad for John. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just of the year. <laughs> Too bad for John. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah, I think I mentioned this on the show, but um, I have an inside source that told me that John's realtor wants him to lower the price, and John refused to do that. Hmm. Because I can only imagine what yeah. this place smells like. <laughs> These open houses must be ridiculous. There's none of the Febreze in the world. You're going to get someone through an open house in this place. So anyway. you have to disclose, as a realtor, you have to disclose when someone dies in the house. <laughs> it's true. There's ethics to it. Someone's career died in that house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Band practice guy was at our live show. Yeah. The New York show was great. My favorite part was a 25-minute evisceration of Suttering John's Kid you did. I loved it. The uh, reading of Mein Kampf was a little strange, but, you know, you do you. But hopefully everybody will hear this audio soon. Call me back. I'll fix your fucking computer first. All right. Thanks, Bad Practice Guy. Thanks for joining us in New York. I always love seeing Bad Practice Guy. Yeah. It always cheers me up when he's at our live shows. Yeah, he's great. He is. He is great. He made those... Jack-o'-lanterns of me and Vinny and the Creep-Off logo. You know, I saw those. I never found out who did it. Yeah, Bay Brady's guy did those. Oh, that's fucking great. And I thought maybe he had, like, software or something. He does it by hand. Wow. I know. Fucking impressive. Those are sitting in the uh, studio over at the comedy club, and I should steal mine because it's almost <laughs> Halloween, and I should put it out front scare off the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just see children sprinting from my house. Ah! <laughs> All right. 
Carl, you, you just said, I've fingered plenty of chicks. <laughs> I just want to know, who the fuck are these chicks that you've been fingering? I don't know why that's so funny. It's just fucking hilarious. I don't know why. Maybe because you're a dork. I don't know. Keep fingering, buddy. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea I was going to get the response that I got from that. <laughs> I thought it was like matter of fact because the, the girl was just like, oh, uh, this guy with a small dick just like getting fingered. It's great. I'm like, girls don't like getting fingered as much as they like getting fucked. And little did I know, they were just like, Carl's talking about fingering chicks now. <laughs> oh, I got a new t-shirt that says, uh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, Kevin, you turned into a robot, buddy. Yeah. A fop <laughs> robot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have just dipped my finger in many a mom's Venus. (laughs) Gates of Venus penetrated by appendages. (laughs) Am I I still... No, now you got it. Now you're back. Now you're back. You can keep riffing, though. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm good for, riffing. Uh. Hey, Carl. Nate from Flint, Michigan. If you're starting to lose your confidence as a broadcaster after the last two live events, you can just work the Stuttering John program. Start pounding cores all day long. It'll give you confidence, and eventually you'll be so stupefied you won't even care that you're fucking up all the time. So simple, even an R word could do it. Way ahead of you, sir, but thank you for the suggestion, yes. Hey, Carl. The NYC live sound quality was fucking good! Pull me back. I know. It shocked everybody. I pulled that one out at the 11th hour. <laughs> you, everyone thought I was going to drop the ball in the 99th yard line, but instead I held onto that ball, took it right into the end zone. That was a fucking miracle that I got that thing to sound good. Holy shit. All right. Oh, so this is a pro audio engineer calling in. Finally, someone with some advice on how I can fix my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I keep talking about it. I apologize. I just did the show. But the bonus show that we did... I, I was telling Dick and Sean about all the problems we were having, and then sh- Dick started giving me advice on how to run the show. I'm like, thanks, finally someone's telling me what I could have done better. Yeah. Thanks, finally. Captain Hindsight. Yeah, I've been, I've been waiting for someone to give me some advice on what I should have done. Right. Fucking assholes. Hey, Carl, this is a professional audio engineer here, and uh, man, it's real tough. I'm looking for work right now. I, I know you don't need it. You obviously have everything under control, especially when you do your live shows, but man. There's a lot of us out there right now who can't get work, and, and well, I know you don't need any of us. You, you, obviously, you do great. You do a great job. But, man, if you do, if you know somebody and, you, you know, somebody with some money who, you know, has, makes money from their audience, then it would be great to, if you just uh, told them or told us so we could go work for them. It would be great. But, uh, yeah, keep on doing what you're doing. It sounds great. Don't bother hiring anybody because you got this. All right, cool. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm amazing at engineering my own live shows, so I'll continue to do that. All right, this is the last voicemail, and this is uh, Vic's ex-boyfriend calling into the show again. Hey, it's Cal Photographer. Uh, hey, Vic, uh, just a, a quick offer. I, I do have some photos, uh, some topless photos from when you were younger and oh. uh, a little bit more attractive. Uh, if you want to... If you want me to send those over to you, you can decide what you send over to Carl. Uh, just let me know. Uh, Carl, I love doing business with uh, other people on your voicemail line. Uh, I'll send you the invoice. Okay, bye. Sounds good. Thanks, Kyle Photographer. So, all right, yeah, send those uh, photos over to Vic. And then, Vic, if you want to send over some like before and after photos, we can see if you've gotten hotter or yeah. if you're 
digressing. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out for ourselves, but that'd be great. Right. Yeah, some pre-cow and post-cow. Yes. Mm. That'd be great. Uh, Vic actually looks a little bit put off by this. I've never, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that look on your face before. <laughs> it's silly. No, okay. that man, you know, like the... He's mm, a creep, isn't he? He's so fucking weird. He made me do the the anime girl, like, a hey, go face. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? I where do. the eyes are... Kevin knows. Uh, I do. Unfortunately, know. I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's gold shirt. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he was like, all right, you got to fucking practice for it, and then I'm going to take pictures of it. I was like, okay. I like that she said he made me. Yeah. It sounds like she was very willing to do yeah. all of these things. Wait a minute, is this, is this really was your ex-boyfriend? I wouldn't say boyfriend. <laughs> it was like I used him as a sugar daddy for like a weekend, like three days, and I was like, ah, you're weird. <laughs> So, so Kevin, Kevin the plot thickens on this one. So we have uh, photos of, of Vic in a cow bikini that this guy shot that weekend that they hung out. And then uh, we had, I spun the wheel of, of consequences and the, and the wheel landed on have dinner with a listener. We did a live show in Nashville. This guy came to the show. I had to have dinner with him. So I've met Vic's ex-boyfriend. Actually, I think he came to uh, Tampa too, right? Did I meet him there? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I met him in Tampa and then he came to our show in Nashville. I got some hot chicken with him. In uh, in Nashville, and he gave me the cow bikini that Vic wore in those famous photos, and then fucking oh, crows threw it out. <laughs> crows threw it out because he didn't oh. realize how fucking valuable this bikini would be to the WATP world. But <laughs> what are you gonna do? Wait, 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 so yep. what are the pictures of you in this fucking bikini? Because I've seen that. Yes. Okay. So that was another consequence. So I had to wear a cow <laughs> bikini, and and. Vinny brought in a professional photographer, and we got up on the stage of the Wrinkles Room and did a whole photo shoot of me in a cow bikini, and that sucked. Oh, my God. It's still, it's still the image of the Discord server that we have, me in a cow bikini, so. Oh, I love getting Kevin caught up on these shows. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. He so much has changed. He looks like he doesn't know what to believe. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you're making all of this up. All right, girls, yeah. I'm going to give you a thousand bucks. Pretend you're our review girls. Uh, we'll impress yeah, Kevin. Yeah. He'll think we got a whole thing yeah. going on. <laughs> all right. Oh, fuck. That's all I got, guys. Uh, thank you all for spending the afternoon with me today. This has been fun. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's the- over. <laughs> a great episode that was really great i gotta go goodbye goodbye what's with the dancing around the shit i stink you hate me great goodbye jesus i gotta go this is getting stupid bye guys i don't know who gives a shit why am i even still doing this i'm out of here all right that's enough right no one more this is it (laughs) it's over okay goodbye (laughs) (laughs) goodbye hey bye goodbye